Hey, 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 this is your girl Sada Star coming to you with another episode of A Day in the Life of the Alpha Woman, the official podcast of the Easy Breezy Life community. Before I get into today's topic, the Easy Breezy Life is intended for education and entertainment purposes only. We want to encourage you to reach out and get all the professional advice that you need because after all, the Easy Breezy Life is a group project. This week, I've invited a special guest to come on and talk to me about a better way to love. But before we get into the topic, we're going to take a short break and talk about ways that you can level up in the easy breezy life. Looking for a way to build a fashionable and trendy workwear wardrobe but can't seem to gather the coins? Then check out New York & Company's amazing subscription service, New York & Company Closet. Get access to hundreds of outfits that you can rotate on a monthly basis for an affordable monthly fee. Check out the link today in our episode notes to get access to your next fashionable wardrobe. Want to know how I save tons of money on a Caribbean vacation while earning cash back? It's easy. The answer is Rakuten. Sign up online today using the link in our episode notes so you can start saving and earning cash back on your favorite online stores. And we're back. So joining me today is a recurring guest, my sister, Fatu, also known as Rat Tattooey okay. in our family. <laughs> Literally, um, you're the only one who calls me that. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm the only one who calls you that. Well, I like it because it's partly hood, but then not. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't Rat Tattooey the sh- cooking rat? <laughs> oh, it's definitely a Disney character, right? Yes. yes. Oh, I just like it. I don't. I never watched movies. But I like Rat Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Happy to be back. Yay. So today I brought my sister on because I felt inspired to have a conversation about a better way to love. As you all know, if you're reading the blogs, um, that I'm writing, the blog post that I'm writing. I am talking about being somewhere in my journey where I am learning to forgive um, because I'm infamously known as a cutoff queen. And that's an alpha woman trait, being a cutoff queen. But learning that um, God is really calling us to be in community and to be forgiving and to love. And I really believe that learning to forgive um, is a major part of letting go of things like anger, bitterness, and unforgiveness in my own life. And I also think it's very key to the easy, breezy life. Like, you know, so many of our blessings are blocked if we don't learn how to forgive or we can destroy the blessings that we do have if we're not able to walk and sit in forgiveness. Yeah. So I invited my younger sister because I feel like next to my mom, she's probably like the super saiyan. And if you don't know what a super <laughs> saiyan is, Dragon Ball Z, they got levels. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I hope the Super Saiyans weren't bad. They probably were go well. I don't know. We're going to have to ask our brothers. I have no idea. <laughs> we're going to have to ask that. But you are like, you are like right after mom when it comes to the love game, right? Like for me, you really? took right from her. Yes. You have like such a nurturing spirit. It just says, I love people. let me love you yes well now you know you didn't know that's what i think of when i think of you right i think you're beautiful but i think that what makes you extra beautiful is your heart so you know Uh, what you need to do is try on this podcast my bottom lip is quivering Oh man! So I want to 
wanted us to start today with you reading from 1 Corinthians 13, New Living Translation Version. And I'm going to read the Amplified Version. We're going to break it down and really kind of put our life and family situation in the context of this scripture in the hopes that in the process of helping ourselves, we can also help our listeners um, understand what God's standard of love is. For sure. Okay. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. I'm already cut listening to that. Mm, okay, I'm going to read Amplified Version. The excellence of love. If I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love for others out of God's love for me, then I have only become a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal, just an annoying distraction. And if I have the gift of prophecy and I speak a new message from God to the people and understand all mysteries and possess all the knowledge, and if I have all sufficient faith so that I can move mountains, but do not have love reaching out to others, I am nothing. If I give all my possessions to feed the poor, if I surrender my body to be burned, but do not have love, then does me no good at all. Love endures with patience and serenity. Love is kind and thoughtful. It is not jealous or envious. Love does not brag and is not proud or arrogant. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not provoked, nor overly sensitive and easily angered. It does not take into account a wrong endured. It does not rejoice at injustice, but rejoices with the truth when right and truth prevail. Love bears all things, regardless of what comes, believes all things, looks for the best in each one, hopes all things, remaining steadfast during difficult times and endures all things without weakening. Love mm. never, it never fades nor ends. Child. Ooh. I know, right? I need to save this as my screensaver. Screensaver as we get into the holidays. Mm. <laughs> Help. <laughs> Somebody help Jesus. <laughs> because I'm reading this and I feel like I'm doing three. If there was 10 things on there, I'm doing three. <laughs> I don't know how many of the things you thought you were doing. How many of them did you think that you were doing right? Um one. Um two. Oh, I'll give myself three. Yeah. <laughs> Three. And so so I think that's interesting, right? Because when I look at you, I feel like you are super super patient, right? Um, but I think it's hard because if we make each other the standard and not God's word the standard for love, mm -hmm. um, we will have bad examples of what love looks like. Mm -hmm. And so like for me, a lot of times um, it's okay for me to be loving until you do something to me. Yeah. Then you're cut off. <laughs> and until this point of my life, I have justified the cutoff being like, yep, I got to be able to keep on loving. So mm -hmm. got to cut off. Yep. 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 So I can keep loving these other people. But I realized that recently God has been challenging me and saying like, no, I need you to step up your game in your love walk and learn to endure the weaknesses of other people. Even if you don't have a weakness in that same area, even yeah. if you understand it. There's something that mom always says, and I really dislike when she says it to me because she doesn't let me be upset or annoyed. She always says, you know better. I know. You know better. You can't treat people the way they treat you because you know better. And I always think, why do I always have to be the bigger person? Why can't I just flip out or cut people off like other people do? What <laughs> is, why? Why do I have to be held to this different standard? And it's because that's the expectation my mom has placed on us, right? Mommy has mm -hmm. always, she never, if you think about any time you've been annoyed or fired up or someone has done something to you, Mom will never let you talk about how angry you are. 
ever. Never. She always mm-hmm. redirects you to being kind and trying to understand where that person is coming from. Why would they behave like this? What has happened to them that would let them think that this behavior is okay? Break it Ooh, down. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, then you finally are like, I can't be mad at that person because they don't know any better. They don't know why they're behaving like this. But I do. Mm-hmm. So I can't respond the way that I would typically respond, which maybe that's what you mean by I am patient, but I would not actually describe myself as someone who's patient. I'm patient to a certain degree. Right. But I'm a very <clears throat> zero tolerance person. <laughs> I mean, I'm working on it. It's very hard <laughs> not to be like that. But I know. So there's another Bible verse that talks about like, you know, like how offenses will come, um, you know, but one, we're called to forgive and then woe to the person who brings on an offense to another person. Mm. Um, so it's kind of also why when you pray, you forgive others and you ask for God to forgive you because daily we're offending people and people are offending us. And so... I remember the other day being really pissed about something and be like, there's an injustice. And I don't know who made me um, captain of the Justice League. (laughs) (laughs) But I think I've been like that since a child. Like if there's justice to be brought, I'm bringing the justice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and it's because though God is teaching me that it's really not my job to gauge people's intentions. Like he's like, I didn't uh-huh. ask you to do that. <laughs> yes. Um, it's just for me, like, I think what we had experienced growing up, like people with malicious intent being around our family all the time is that the moment we sense any kind of in- inauthenticity or maliciousness, we go balls to the walls. Yep. And this past year for me, God has like forced me to hold back on so many things mm. to the point of sometimes I've wanted to like implode. It's mm. like, I don't, I, he's like, yep, the person resp- did that. I want you to respond with love. I'm like, Ooh. some of these people need to be checked, not love. I know. <laughs> mm. It's hard. It is hard. Really but hard. I think what I realize is that I can't give that to someone until I start being able to do it for myself. So, you know, number one is like silencing the inner critic. Like if when you do something wrong, you're like, did you not do that better? You can't Mm -hmm. be nice to someone if that's how you talk to yourself. Right. You can't be gentle to someone with you if you're not gentle with yourself. Like this semester, I've had to learn to be gentle with myself because we have so much going on. And usually I would just power through and get the work done. But I'm like, yo, no, I'm tired. Right. I'm going to come here and lay down. Yes, it feels lazy, but other people are actually resting in life. <laughs> yep. It's not lazy to rest. Mm. And having to process in my mind over and over again that not being in a frenzy all the time does not mean you're not working, does not mean that you're not productive, does not mean that you are lazy and all of those things, right? So I think, you know, when it comes to being patient, the question is how patient are we with ourselves? Right. How kind are we to ourselves? Mm-hmm. How are we taking care of our personal selves? Yep. Oh, this is very true. This is very true. We have been raised to be very tough on ourselves. I would yep. say maybe in particular, the girls have been raised to be very tough on themselves mm-hmm. and to push ourselves. And we can't be tired. Take a mm-hmm. break, sit down. Who does that? Mom didn't do that. Take a break where? How when did she, would she have time to do that? So we never saw her take a break. So where would we have learned to take a break? I know. So it's it's really interesting when you put it into that perspective because I never thought of it that way. I just thought this is what we got to do. Power through it. Do it. Look at what my sisters are doing. I better keep up. I know. You know? I know. And that was always, that was always it. And 
I think something that really gave me like a, a, a eye-opening experience was when you and Vanessa said that I was kind of like mean and tough when you guys were watching me doing the wedding planning. And I could not believe that the two of you out of all the people could dare say that I was the one who was tough and mean. I'm like, are you guys kidding me? <laughs> let's let's hold up a mirror and see where I would have possibly learned this behavior. But, Child. but it's it's not a bad, I, I mean, in my opinion, it's not a bad thing. I think it's just something that we have to learn how, how that we don't have to be so intense all the time with certain yes, things, with, with the cutoff. <laughs> Because we are very black and white. Oh, what did you do? Oh, something that I don't like, something that you purposely know that I definitely don't like and is not going to fit. You're cut off. And guess what? I'm not going to explain to you why I'm not talking to you because you're an yeah. adult. Figure it out. I don't owe you an explanation. Ooh, ooh. Mm -hmm. you sound like me. What is that? I know. What is that? Something that makes me think of that God has been trying to address with me also recently is families of origin, right? Like when you grow up in a certain environment and you're used to living in a certain kind of way, you tend to believe mm -hmm. that everybody thinks the way that you think. Yes. That everyone is moving through life the way that you move, but to somebody else, you could be just as weird to them yep. as they are to you. Yep. Like for somebody else, our level of directness and or what people can sometimes perceive as abrasive can seem like a lot. Like, why are you going around communicating like this? And it's for, for us sometimes it's like, well, I just want to be direct. I don't want there to be no confusion. Yeah. <laughs> um, because we're used to that. And I even looked like you weren't here for Thanksgiving, but everybody was here for Thanksgiving. And I think because I hadn't been around us in that way in, in a while. Yeah, there were moments that I'm like, wow, this is a lot of energy mm. to talk about breakfast. <laughs> uh. <laughs> we were we were talking about who made breakfast growing up, and it turned into a high energy conversation. And I'm like, you know, somebody who will walk into this conversation would think that we were fighting. Yeah, or even the way we play board games, Monopoly. I will yeah. never. I'm not letting any other person see the way we play Monopoly. It's scary. <laughs> It's terrifying. <laughs> Uno? What? No. It's serious. It's serious, but we we don't mean any harm by it. But I think what I'm realizing more and more or what um, God is trying to expose to me is like, just because you don't mean harm by it doesn't mean that it's harmful. And just because you think somebody did something on purpose does not give you permission to, right. you know, act out like I need you to learn to correct people in love and thankfully he's given me a partner who will correct me mm. and so sometimes my husband will be like I know you didn't mean to do that no that's exactly what exactly I meant, what, I meant. <laughs> what are you talking about I knew what I was doing oh. no no that was the intent like that cannot be your intention what are you hoping to have as an outcome I don't know but all I need to know what I what I want to make sure is that it's clear. Right. And a lot of times it's black and white thinking, right? It's not like, oh, is there an in-between? Is it possible that what I'm seeing is not intentional? Is right. it possible that the person is doing something and doesn't realize it? Is it possible that the person is wounded and is acting right. out? And can I be more gentle in the way that I address it? Instead of just being like, oh, absolutely not you. Habitual line stepper, you're doing. Right. And this I is think the it's the third time you did it. And I think a main thing that is a trigger for us, which I always say, is when we feel any ounce of manipulation trying to occur. And that's whether it's intentional or not. I didn't even think of that. Yes. When there are people in our lives who try to force us to do things or try to line step, as we call it, it's, be it's because we feel that someone's trying to manipulate us and force us to do something we did not want to do. Right. And that that's, that's, I know for sure that that's my trigger. I didn't know it before, but as I've gone through life, 
and meeting different kinds of people. And especially like you said, you know, everyone was raised differently in different environments. Not everyone was raised with this brutal honesty and this manipulation thing. Some people mm. never heard honesty. Some people are used to sweeping things under the rug and beating around the bush and just tiptoeing and, oh, I don't want to hurt feelings. So when we feel like people are doing that, we, we think they're lying. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. That is it. Yeah. Why aren't you just being honest? Why, just tell the truth. What's the problem? Because they're doing the best they can with what they have been given. They weren't raised in our house and we weren't raised in their house. So to try to learn and understand, that's really hard. Because I couldn't imagine being in a room where I could not tell the truth. I would literally feel like my brain's going to blow up. It's like you just start itching. For me, my eyes are twitching. I'm looking around. Does anybody see what's happening? No one else, just me. (laughs) Yeah, it's, and I think when we think of it that way, that there's something that people do that set off a trigger in us. Yeah. Which then causes us. It's like bombs over Baghdad. Yeah. And it's like, nope, 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 nope. You've given me just a little, I got a little taste of what you're trying to do. And no, no, thank you. It's not welcomed here. Instead of saying, okay. Maybe that's not what they were trying to do. That's literally how this person lived their entire lives. They've been mm-hmm. in an environment and lived, been, been around people who have never, ever approached them the way we have approached them. Or they've never felt mm-hmm. that level of being uncomfortable the way we can make people feel uncomfortable because we can definitely make you feel uncomfortable. Okay. Hmm. Okay, I didn't even think of that. That it could be and that I, level of discomfort. Yeah, and it's and on top of that, we have these strong personalities that people feel like I can't even like to make eye contact is intimidating. Like, do you really think that? I do. I think. I mean, I have a very good example from when I cut off one of my. Um, co-workers a long time ago for a year I found out she was talking about me and I said I'm done I'm not going to go to talk to her and tell her why I don't want to talk to her I'm just not going to talk to her we're mm-hmm. done and for a whole year we worked in the same building a few classrooms from each other she never even looked me in the eye I would pass her in the hallway as if I never knew her she did not exist and I was doing that on purpose I want you to know that you have no space in my life and don't even dare feel comfortable to even ask me why. You sound like me. And then when I finally was like, okay, let's talk about this. Let's sit down. And I said, why did you never approach me? She said, are you kidding? What, what could I have possibly said to you? You did not want to talk to me. And I felt that. And I said, Oh, good. Because mm-hmm. that was my, my exact intention. <laughs> yeah, like I said. Yeah. You know, but she was so confused. She had no idea why I stopped talking to her. She knew I was angry at her, but she didn't understand why. And in her brain, with all these different things, because she knows, well, she knew what she was saying. So all these right. different things were going through her head like, oh, my goodness, does she know I, I said this? Does she know I said this? Which could it be? Mm-hmm. But you know yeah. what? That was my intention. I wanted her to feel uncomfortable. I wanted her to think the worst. So here's my question. Mm-hmm. Let's bring it back to the scripture. Mm. In that situation, what would have been a better way to love? Well, it took me a year to do that with her, but I sat her down and I explained to her, this is what I heard. This hurt my feelings. I'm just trying to understand why you would say something about me when you call me your friend. I would never do that to you. Oh, girl. Let me understand what your point of view was. 
but even without saying, saying that, too much but even without saying too much of, yeah tell me about that yes please tell me even me <laughs> saying that it was in like in this and now that i look back it was in this like intimidating tone of voice like it wasn't it wasn't like just tell me you know what why and the, it was like why that hurt my feelings. <laughs> that hurt my feelings. Could you imagine being on the other side of that? I would not want to talk to me. It's okay. You know, but now that I think about it, I'm like, okay, you, you got to be softer when you talk to people. I, I have to remember that when I talk to people, I'm not talking to my siblings who automatically know how to kind of take it. Yeah. Not everyone can take that. And even when I think I'm just being firm, no, you're being very scary. <laughs> being very scary. Calm down. Okay. You know, the thing is that you're talking about yourself, but I swear you're talking to me right now. I swear mm. I swear the Holy Spirit is using you to be like, girl, <laughs> you're scary. <laughs> oh, it's I, I, you know, we really have to rely on God to do that, to soften us, to soften our hearts, to soften yes. our approach. Because, yes. because if it were up to us, we're not doing anything wrong. Everyone else is no. wrong. Are you kidding me? Did you see? The issue is like, I didn't start no stuff. Right. You start it. Yeah, it's not good. It's like bringing it's like bringing a gun to a knife fight. It's like, really did you have jugular? I remember being in college and my roommates always telling me like, Asada, like somebody says something to you and then you like immediately go for the jugular. Mm -hmm. It's like a fight in all fights. It's never a, there's no like lead up. It's not like, okay, okay. Oh, we see her getting annoyed. She's getting, I know. It's like, what was said? I'm annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> Extre yeah zero to 60 zero. and I think I'm also recognizing that about myself that even if in my mind I might be counting which is not what the scripture says right left says it keeps no record of wrong but in my mind I'm counting the number of times you've done this thing right and when you get to number three I'm going to tell you this is your last whining mm. as our daddy mm. <laughs> you're better than me because I don't even I'm a See, very... I feel like you'd be giving us a lot of rope. Is that because we're your siblings? It is. I okay. also feel like, like with my brothers, I've also told them, don't call me if you don't want to be held accountable. Mm -hmm. That's, that's what I got. I, 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 I'm sorry. It might hurt your feelings, but I'm trying. I'm kind and loving, but... I I don't tolerate when people want to play the victim. Mm -hmm. No one is doing anything to you. Stop it. And that's a big trigger for me too. But that also goes back to the situation with our parents. Right. I know. I know. The the person who was the aggressor constantly playing victim. Right. And so then when someone is going on and on, we're like, no. <laughs> right. I'm going to need you to own your part of what is happening here. We can't move forward until. Right. But I think what I'm trying to is like, is that our place? Right. Is that our place in the lives of people that God has placed? Or is it God's place? And if it is our place, if God has assigned us to that, is there a better way to do it? Right. right. So. I know for me, most recently, God has been challenging me to say, like, you know, don't just confront people. I want you to pray for their hearts. And I want you to pray for your approach and your heart. Right. What is because your if intention? They did something, yeah, they did something that triggered you. Number one, you got to dig back and be like, why is this thing triggering me? Yep. Is it the person or is it the memory? Right. Is it really what has happened here that's new or is it the childhood wound that I haven't dealt with that right. every time somebody takes that scab, I, you're yelling because underneath it is infected and it's there's pus and there's all this stuff that you haven't cleaned out. Right. 
So do I have wounds that I need to clean out so that when people are being themselves, I don't automatically go back to that nine-year-old self. Right. Yeah. And even in the, the verse, it says, it is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not provoked, nor overly sensitive or easily angered. It does not take into account a wrong endured, which is what we're focusing on right now, right? Yeah. Something provokes us. Something sets us off. And we're also keeping track. Okay, you did it once. All right, you did it twice. Okay, you know what? I'm not going to let you do it again. Yeah. Instead of it's how they're making us feel. Mm -hmm. You have now pushed me to my limit. You are purposely pushing me to my limit. You are trying to hurt me. So now I'm defending myself. Mm. And I'm going to defend myself at all costs. I don't care if I hurt your feelings because you need to understand that I am protecting myself from you, which what we're really doing is saying, I'm not going to let anyone else treat me the way I was treated before. Oh, oh, I too. Mm. I don't know where all this is coming from. <laughs> oh, look at that. Holy Spirit wisdom. Pouring. Pouring. Mm. <laughs> I knew you were the right person for this conversation. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, that was hard to hear. That was very... Wow. Wow. So where does that leave us now? As we enter holiday season, Christmas is coming, New Year's is coming. Mm. And a lot of times, even for me, right? Like I like I talked about, you know, church family, family, family mm -hmm. thing that I am currently tackling. Where does that leave us with making a commitment on how we are going to address offenses for the rest of this month? I think we really have to be mindful of meeting people where they are and not where we expect them to be. Mm. Oh, I read this thing today on, on Instagram. It said, don't, uh, just because you are kind of like, just cause you're really into self-development, don't judge somebody else's process. Mm -hmm. And come realize I'm like, yeah, I might be judging somebody else's process. Right. I didn't even think that I was, but now that you're pointing it out, I might, right? And I think what God always starts to remind me, he's like, um, do I have to remind you of when you was a hot mess right. in these streets? Right. <laughs> he's right. always like, do I have to remind you when you were a hot mess in these streets? You were working terrorizing yelling at everybody. Oof. What if, what if somebody would have treated you with the same standard that you're using? Right. Right. Um, but I just feel like the it's I gotta, you know, I gotta deal with some stuff because if there's anything that I cannot, I don't even want to say hate, hate's a strong. If there's anything that I cannot bear, it's things like a bully. Because yep. as you know, growing up in Jersey City, we dealt with a lot of bullies and had to fight a lot of fights. We and did. so when I see someone that mimics a bully, mm -hmm. I turn into a bigger bully. Mm-hmm. Right, which mm. is that what I'm supposed to be doing? Should I be de-escalating the situation? Right. Right, like, is it, is mm. it gangs in New York or is it? I know. Choosing God's way. Oh, Lord. We, you know, we got to have these conversations with ourselves. Yeah. We have to have these conversations with ourselves because I'm just, I'm just kind of learning about myself, right? Like, when I when I go off, it's usually because of one of those. I feel like somebody's doing it on purpose, right? And I think that's what always sets us off. We always think people are doing things on purpose. Yeah, you are purposely trying to hurt me. You are purposely trying to get under my skin. I'm gonna yeah. show you what it means to do that. We're not even saying that, right? Like, oh, I'm going to show that person that that's just no. our natural reaction. It's, it's, and that's what we have to break. Reaction. 
It's the guy reaction. Because we're always trying to protect ourselves and defend ourselves and say, there's no way you're going to do this to me. Who do you think you are? And instead of doing, having that approach, which is very hard for us to break, we have to look at it as people, some people literally have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> no, I'm serious. The lack of accountability, sometimes common sense, sometimes self-awareness, People don't have that. I'm, I've really learned self-awareness is not a common thing. Mm. And if you're not actively working on having that. And yeah, saying, on like assessing yourself and yes. putting. I think that's why for me, like my personal Bible study has become really important because I could think I'm right. And then there's this thing that I do with um, my kids at Sunday school where it's like, oh, when I'm grumpy, 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 it means I'm hungry, hungry, hungry. <laughs> you're, you're hungry for Jesus. <laughs> They're like, well, you're really acting so nasty, so rude, because you, you need Jesus right now. You need to go read the Bible. Yeah. And so that has to be the stabilizer for me. Because sometimes when I'm in a mood, a person can't fix it. A person can't tell me like, oh, you did that wrong. I'm like, I don't care. Right. But if I read it in the Bible, like today when we're reading about love, I'm like, oh, I don't want God to be disappointed. I'm okay with people being disappointed, but I don't want God to be disappointed. I don't want I don't want God to feel like, no, that's not what I asked you to do. Right. And it's not a perfect walk, but I feel like where he is calling me is like, I need you to be a person that people can deal with instead of run from. <laughs> I'm serious. Yo, that's because so real. If you just think now. about it, if you think if we were to be on the other side receiving the stuff we've put out there, would you even want to talk to us? Probably not. Right. I would be kind of yeah. And you know, it's not, and it's not even really a real fair question because even my response to that is going to be biased, mm-hmm. right? Because my response is coming from my perspective. I'm like, well, I'm doing that because right, trying to justify it. Yes, but, take- but really, the truth of the matter is, is it looks like you're on a war path, right? Mm. And most, of, and a lot of the times, cutting people off, doing that, it's an overreaction. Yeah. Most of the situations probably that we've cut people off for, I hate to say it, but they were probably not necessary. <laughs> I, yeah. Because we decide, we were the ones who said, you know, we instead of putting God first, we put ourselves first and said, no, I'm the law. I'm going to show you what needs to be done. Oh my goodness. But also in those times, we were not aware of who Jesus was. We were not baptized. We did not have a good understanding and we're still learning now. But even in that process of learning, we already know way more than we knew when we, where we were 10 years ago, yeah. where we were 15 years ago. We know better. But some people have stayed where we left them 10 years ago. They didn't go on this journey with us. Mm. They didn't look for something different. Mm. Most people are content, even if they don't think that they are. Most people are just content with what they have. They just think, oh, the way things are, that's just the way it is. That's the way it has to be. That's the way it's always been. Look at daddy. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I've realized that if we don't learn to do this differently, mm-hmm. we will repeat that pattern. Mm-hmm. And I think another thing that was really hard for us is understanding what forgiveness is. Because a lot of the time people think, I'm not forgiving that person. They don't deserve it. 
Forgiveness literally has nothing to do with the other person. Most of the time when you forgive people, it's not because they're seeking forgiveness. It's because you need to forgive them so you can release that anger, that poison that you're letting live in your heart and live in your life. Mm. And also understanding that just because you forgive someone, it doesn't mean you welcome them back into your life with open arms. You can mm -hmm. forgive someone and say, I forgive you, but our personalities just don't match. Yeah. And that's okay. There's no hard feelings. If I see you, I will say hello, but you don't get access to my life anymore. Unfortunately. You know, and realizing that that's also okay. Yep. But sometimes you do need to explain that to people, whether they want to hear it or not, because the abrupt cutoff doesn't work. It leaves so many questions unanswered. And if we're people who are really like, I'm very clear, I'm very black and white, then we should have that conversation that explains and gives that other person the chance to explain. Mm -hmm. Because you never know. They will learn why you're, why we are the way we are, and we'll learn why they are the way that they are. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's just a difference of perspective. <laughs> Most of the time, that's what it is, right? So of right. course there are people that are just purposely trying to be malicious because the devil is real. <laughs> right. But I don't think everyone's trying to go around and hurt us and trying to get us to cut them off. I think there so are people true. that have, like all of us, we have a lot of painful things that we've had to deal with in our lives that we've never really had to deal with. We just push it down. That's not going to yeah. get the best of me. That's not going to get the best of me. That's not going to get the best of me. In your mind, you think you're dealing with it, but in, in reality, you have not even scraped the surface to figure out why you have such strong reactions to certain things. But I think once we start dissecting that and asking God to heal us from those situations that cause us to blow up and cause us to reject people that reflect these characteristics Whew. then we can learn to be patient and kind and thoughtful even in situations that we normally would not exercise those type of things because we always think oh yeah we're patient no, there are a lot of things that easily take us from zero to zero to. I don't. I would never describe myself as patient, even though God keeps are. saying, "Like you need patient endurance." I'm like, I don't have that kind of endurance. But you are. I could never do your job. I still, to this day, do not understand how you are an RA, how you are a hall director, how you're an, a dean. I don't understand how you deal with these college kids and their parents. I don't understand it and I don't want to understand it. I don't. I, I don't, don't know. I feel like it's for people are learning. That's so interesting. So you know what's also interesting to me that God has recently been telling me? It's not that you can't do it. It's that you don't want to do it when someone has hurt you. Mm -hmm. And I want you to, and, and I feel like God wants me to push beyond that. Like yeah. go beyond. He and it was like you're nicer to strangers. Yep. <laughs> He's like, but also with my siblings because I know the backstory. Mm -hmm. Our brothers, you know, we got somebody who like to block and cut people off a lot. Mm -hmm. So when people like block and or like unfollow me, like it doesn't do anything because I know him and I know where that behavior comes from. Mm -hmm. So that's not a behavior that makes me upset. Right. It's not. It's just, it makes me realize like, oh, okay, that's how this person acts out when they're upset. Okay, I get it. Shrug and one. Right. But I can bear with what I'm used to seeing, but, I, but it's when it looks like something different. And I remember my husband saying, like, you know, it's possible for people to be inauthentic and that's not their intention. Right. Their intention is not to look fake. Ooh. 
Right? Can you? Yeah, okay. Because we're coming to your backyard now. Ooh. Is that they've gotten either so used to pretending to be okay Ooh. about whatever it is they have been through that now they're pretending all the time. Yes. Oh, and can't yes. separate. You just gave me chills. Oh, <laughs> I'm rubbing my neck just in case anyone's wondering. <laughs> mm. Mm. That is an unhealed wound mm. 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 that you're seeing. Hmm. And so then today again in Bible time, it was like, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the sons and daughters of God. You are called to be a healer, to walk in gentleness, kindness, peace, love, the fruits of the spirit. Wow. I'm like, I think my fruits are dipped in vinegar. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. But I I think and now that I think about all of our lives and yours and my life and being married and having to deal with all these brand new personalities, right? Yeah. It's that is definitely God testing us. Because we can't cut certain people off, right? No. Nope. No matter which way you try to flip it, turn it, change it, avoid it, you can't. You literally cannot. Yeah. And we have to deal with it. We have to, we have to really, and that's where it comes into being the bigger person and understanding that people have been through things that they have literally not even learned to deal with. Every, a lot of people are pretending to be okay and they're not and it always comes out and you see it in certain situations that make your make your eyes go big and you're like oh that wasn't a very nice thing to say why would you say that are they trying to hurt my feelings probably not they're trying to protect their own feelings They don't want you to see what's actually going on. So I'm going to keep pretending because that's what I've been doing this whole time. And I'm going to act like everything's okay because that's what I've been doing this whole time. And now there's someone that is, we are people that are like pushing that without even trying, right? Mm. Because we might be so authentic and so honest that it makes people uncomfortable. And they don't understand why we make them uncomfortable. I'm just sitting here being me. I could sit in a room and be silent and people are uncomfortable. Well, well, you weren't nice to that person. Recently, too. This was just like, um, don't you know that that level of comfortability with you and your own flaws and your own space, sometimes it's like, like if somebody came to me and said, oh, what you're doing with me, I said, you're right. I'm gonna try to lie and be like, no, I was being kind. No, like I know. Right. I know. You know, I don't know if that's better or worse. I don't know if that's better or worse. But it's like also the intentionality, I think, sometimes that we are kind of moving with. Yes. And that's Um, that's what we give off. Because we might think, oh, I'm just sitting here, I'm being quiet, because it's better to say nothing than to say what I'm thinking. But that's exactly what we're saying. Oof. You know, our body language, our eyes, our mouth, like everything that we're doing is telling you, I am not saying anything because what I want to say is going to hurt your feelings. So stop. Oof, I too. But I'm sitting here quietly. And so I think I'm like Jesus now. Because mm-hmm. I'm not saying what I want to say. What I want to say. And I'm saving you from hearing my words, but they've heard it loud and clear. And that I think is hard to like someone told me um the other day, like you don't even have to say anything. Yep. The look in your eye. Mm-hmm. They're daggers. Yeah, that's not piercing. Okay. 
Okay. Okay. So we know what our weaknesses are because these are weaknesses, right? Yeah. Like, you know, they, they are weaknesses. And I know for me, I want to change not for the people, but to become who God has called me to be. Right. Like to be, to transform into who he is asking me to become, to decrease that God can increase in my heart, increase in my life. And I don't you now. There's sometimes where God tells me to forgive someone and tells me to pray for someone. And I'm praying and my heart feels like there's a dagger in the heart. I said, like, what is this feeling? Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't like, but but I think that's the flesh. Like your flesh yeah. doesn't want to, and yeah. God is telling you to behave the exact opposite of how you feel like acting in this situation is how I want you to behave. Because, and you said you said two things that you know were standing out to me that we are judging people. Yes, we and we're not. We don't think that we are. Yeah. No, that person doesn't deserve that. You saw how they were acting. Who, how dare like, you? Do you see how they acting? Right. How dare <laughs> you? Think how, what I did? how dare we think yeah. that it's okay to put that kind of judgment on someone? Yeah. And another thing you said is it's not that we don't know how to do it. Because like you said, you do it every single day. You've been doing it for your entire professional career. Yeah. You've done it with people that literally did not deserve it. I, there are some bosses that you've had, some coworkers that you've had, that even for me, I was like, how, on, how is she, how? Who? Couldn't be me. But you have, but you know, and I know vice versa. There are situations that I've explained to you that you're like, mm, couldn't be me. But that means we have the tools. We just don't choose to use them. I know. And so what I tell God is I'm like, I can't be like I'm at work everywhere. I know. know. Like that's self-control. Yes. You haven't exercised it in your personal life. That's That's actually how I want you to be all the time. Because you do have patience and you do have grace and you do use it every single day. Like you said, we just don't do it in our personal lives because we feel like this is the one thing that I can control. I have to be like this at work. Mm -hmm. I have to be like this in a professional setting. Mm -hmm. But in my personal life, no way. Mm -hmm. But that's when we should be using it the most. Because in our heads, I think we've interpreted that as we don't want people to walk all over us. Yeah. You're not going to, you're not going to bully me. You're not, like you said, we don't like bullies. You're not going to bully me. You're not going to manipulate me. I'm going to show you what that, what I'm going to show you who you're messing with. Oh, to we, instead of so mean right now. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. I hear you. But instead we should say, okay, let me understand your perspective. And we have to treat people the way we would want to be treated if we were, if the shoe was on the other foot. Mm. You would want someone to be kind and understand, oh, she was raised in an environment that led her to be this way. Mm -hmm. Let me understand that she's not doing this to me on purpose, that there is something that's triggered her and now she's gone from zero to a hundred. Which like, even working with you, I could always see that. At the time, I didn't know, oh, it's because we don't want to deal with manipulators or people that are, in our minds, stupid. But I was just trying to keep the peace. That's not what she meant. Everyone calm down. That's not Mm. what she meant. She just wanted it to be this way. And you didn't do it the way she wanted it to be. That's why she reacted like that. But I was almost trying to like justify your actions instead yeah. of saying, uh, no, you're wilding. Yeah. And I think even we have certain friends too that, not that they've said this is okay, but they know our personalities and they're just like, that's just who they are. Yeah, people accommodate. Yeah. People accommodating the behavior. And it doesn't mean that they have to. And 
most of the time it's not people who've had to deal with our behavior firsthand. They've always seen yeah. it. They know that that's how we could be, but we've never had that interaction. Yeah. Because we don't feel like there's someone who's trying to hurt us, right? Yeah. So we're doing this every day and we actually are doing it in our personal lives. It does, it's not that all of our friends are perfect. Right. We are making that decision every day and for years to have certain people in our lives that we might not see eye to eye on with everything, but have very similar traits. I mean, I wouldn't even say any of my friends cut people off the way I do. No one. Yeah. And that's really interesting. So there is something we are kind, we are loving, we are patient. If, if, if we weren't, we wouldn't have anyone we could call friends. You're right. We wouldn't have anyone who wouldn't want to be in our corner, who wouldn't stand with us. You're right. So there's, we, but we are, we have to stop putting people, holding people to these different standards that are unrealistic. Mm-hmm. Not everyone is our, not everyone's a friend. That's okay mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. But we can't treat people as if they should have the loyalty of a friend when they're not one or loyalty of a family member when they're not one. Or people are still constantly learning about themselves. Not everyone knows everything. And I think once we realize that we have to stop treating people the way we think they should behave versus taking them for who they are. I'm going to look at you as who you are based on your actions, and we're going to go from there. Do I think you're trying to purposely do this? No. I'm looking at your history. I'm looking at your upbringing. And now I understand that this could just be the way that you are, and you don't even realize it. Because you've been suppressing whatever happened to you. Things have happened to everyone, not just to us. Yeah. And I think that's kind of the approach that we take that, that quickly lets us lose our patience. Yeah. Because we're not looking at it as that person, too, has been through hurtful and harmful situations. Maybe even worse than what we've been through. But the first thing that comes to mind is, well, I, well, I, and you are not going to do this to me. Well, I think you, I think that was the statement of all statements. So where does that leave us? I think a good place to close today would be from Galatians 5, 23. Um, And just praying for God today to give the both of us and our listeners, because if you're listening to a day in the alpha woman, um, a day in the life of the alpha woman, that means you got alpha woman problems like the two of us do. Mm-hmm. Right. And, mm-hmm. and I always like to tell people like, this is really about a journey. Like I don't, it, it's almost like God telling you to start something before you've evolved into the person. Right. Yeah. That you're supposed to be because the healing is in the journey. And so the way that I look at the way, um, the blog, the podcast, and everything is evolving. Is like God is changing me while He's telling me to walk. Mm-hmm. So we're going to ask now for God to give us the fruits of the Spirit. Um, our Father God, we thank you for this opportunity to talk today. We thank you for using one another, um, as the Scripture says, to iron to sharpen iron. And as we go out into this week, as every Alpha one goes out to this week, we ask that you give each of us a double portion and a pouring out of the fruits of the Spirit, which are love joy, peace, patience, kindness, faithfulness, gentleness, Mm -hmm. and self-control. In (laughs) Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Might have to fast about that. Might have to fast about that. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Love you so much. I love you too. All right, ladies. And gentlemen, because I know we got some gentlemen who tune in. 
Go out this week, get butt, come back next week, and let's do it again. We love you, even though if we're learning how to perfect that love walk. All right? Amen. Bye.